This is Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour. This is Amy Ressler. I'm County Extension Agent, Family and Consumer Sciences with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. And as always, I love being here on Friday afternoon. And I have two lovely guests with me today. I have Alexis Cordova, and she is County Extension Agent in Liberty County. Say hey, Alexis. Hey. hey. <laughs> and the lovely Stephanie Deal. She is an FCS intern with me this summer. Um, Learning lots of new stuff. It's been a whirlwind, huh? It has. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing lots of lots of good stuff. Goes getting her, um, getting her really acclimated to what it's like to be um, part of Extension. And I'm I'm super excited to have Alexis with us today because um, she is like a counterpart for me in um, Liberty County. So we kind of do the same thing, but we do different things. Right. Um, so I, I, I had a I went to um, I visited Cambodia once, or actually twice. My son was there. This is a side story. I'm, I'm digressing a bit, but um, they had the saying where they would always say same, same, but different. Mm-hmm. And they spoke a lot of English there. So same, same, but different. So it's like Alexis is like same, same, but different. That's right. In Liberty County. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so every Friday we're here with the extension hour. But um, you may be saying like, you know, who's this crazy lady that's talking right now? Last time I heard that guy. Um, so we have different people. Each of our extension agents take turns doing the extension hour. So um, one week you may hear Mike Heimer, another week you might hear Michael Potter, you might hear one of our um, um, master gardeners, you might hear one of our 4-H agents. We've got uh, Michelle Mahalik and Caroline Cruz. So we just we just take turns. We have a good time. Um, sometimes you might hear, well, in the past, you've probably heard um, Yvonne Welther. She is our BLT extension assistant, but she is actually, today's her last day. So um, I'd ask her if she could maybe come um be with us today just to kind of say goodbye because she's done several shows she always does a really good job but she's going to be a um, farm manager at a prison so yeah yeah a little little different than what she's doing now but um kind of where her heart is with agriculture she just recently got a master's degree in agriculture from texas a&m kingsville so um she's pretty excited to be able to put that to practical application so we will miss yvonne but that also means that we have a position open that we will be hiring for so anybody out there listening is uh, know someone who might be interested in working with us in extension um so the better living for texans program it's a nutrition education program um, specifically targeted to help low-income families learn to use their resources um, better um, in terms of nutrition food safety and uh, food resource management so um you can call i guess you can call our office because uh, it's posted but anyway greatjobs.tamu.edu that's the website right yeah that's it <laughs> Um, and, and that one actually is open. Um, some of our extension positions are on hold right now because we're in a nice little hiring freeze. But um, the federally funded positions are still open. So that one is open. Um, so, like I said, you will hear from someone different every time. But so the other thing we like to do to begin with is make announcements. So uh, positions open. That's my, my number one announcement. <laughs> uh, number two announcement is something that's happening tomorrow. And that's the open garden day that we have um, so we have lots of great master gardeners here in Montgomery County. You guys have master gardeners in Liberty County as we well, We do. Right? We yeah. have master gardeners. They're awesome. They are. Yeah. Oh. They are so, they, they just, I'm always amazed at all the things that they know and the things that they can do. So this open, open garden day concept is kind of like an open house. So anybody who wants to can come out, um, come and go. You can stay as long as you'd like. Um, but the garden, the master gardeners will be all out in our demonstration gardens around the office. So they're available to ask questions. Um, to just get information or just to kind of look and see what's happening. And I have you know that your office in Montgomery County it has some of the most beautiful gardens around. <laughs> we do. I'm very jealous yeah. of that. <laughs> it's our goal to look just like y'all. But. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, no, it's, they are They are beautiful. And so the, the cool thing about those two that I think that's important to, to point out, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they're so they're so lovely. But they're all, they're all demonstration gardens, so they're all examples of things that grow well here because, mm-hmm. you know, that's what a lot of people, that they want to know. Um, in fact, we just, Stephanie and I were just at a class at um, the Academy for Lifelong Learning, 
um, at the Montgomery campus, and um, there were several of them that said, you know, I just moved in from somewhere else. I want to know how, we were talking about herbs, actually, and using herbs and food, and they were like, you know, I, I'm from California, and the things that grew there don't grow here, or I'm from Arizona, or where else were they from? I think we there. just had California, Arizona. Oh, one was from yeah. Ireland, too. Ireland, yeah. Yes. So anyway, just all over the place. So they were wanting to know how things grow here. So demonstration gardens, really good about um, showing how things actually grow here in, in our environment. So pretty awesome. Uh, so 9020 Airport Road, that's our address. Um, come on out 9 to noon tomorrow on May 20th. We'd love to see lots of folks out there. And uh, we're going to be out there, Stephanie and I, and um, our new coworker, Mike, We've got three mics now, <laughs> but we've got another mic. So Mike McBride will be out there, and we will be, uh, we're going to have the blender bike. Have you ever used that before? Yes, it's super fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bike that's on a stand, and it's got a blender on the back, and you can, like, you pedal the bike, right, and you can make a smoothie. You're going you're to come make a smoothie with us, Dick? No, no I would probably bike a lot more if I had a blender on the back of my bike. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, so I wish we had one that had the blender on the front, but anyway, <laughs> promoting physical activity, promoting good nutrition. Uh, we'll talk about some of the things we do. So come see us and ride our bike, make a smoothie. It'll be fun. <laughs> All right. Open garden day. And uh, the next thing, or well, not the next thing, but one of the things that's coming up in the summer that keeps us busy is our Texas 4-H roundup. We've got, um, how many kids would you say from across the oh, state? There's thousands. thousands. So it's in College Station, Texas A&M campus. Um, and they, um, they do their, their contest. So one of the things Stephanie got to participate in recently was our district roundup, which is kind of like a mini state roundup. So think about that times 12. That's pretty big. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty big. Of course, our, uh, our district roundup in district nine is pretty awesome. I have to say, um, pretty but, fun. um, yeah, so the district, uh, I mean, the state contest is in June. And so we've got, uh, gosh, I don't even know how many are going from Montgomery County. What about, do you know, Liberty County? How I many? don't, I, I don't right off hand so let's just say lots lots, <laughs> lots. and they do lots. good things More. then those those young people are so incredibly impressive it's just wonderful to see them um, and the things that they can do and um yeah just you know sometimes people complain about what our future may be but you see some of those 4-h kids and you, you know we're, we're going to be all right and sometimes people think of 4-h as always livestock and animals but this oh, is yeah. all the non-traditional programs yeah. All the talent and food <laughs> right. challenge and where you're making food and yes. fashion and education presentations. Super fun. Yeah, Share the Fun is like a big talent show. <laughs> yes. And uh, the food show, the fashion show, the food challenge. Yeah, there's there's great things. All right, so that is in the summer. And then back at home in the summer, we've got a couple of um, programs scheduled at some local libraries, and we call it ta Tackling the Snack Attack. Say that five times fast. Tackling the snack attack. <laughs> it's kind of fun to say, though, right? Tackling the snack attack. Um, but so we know teenagers get, um, um, they're growing. Snacky. And so, yeah, they get snacky. <laughs> and so we're going to teach them um, how to how to snack healthfully. So good, yummy stuff, but still along the line. So June 27th, we'll be out at the Tullis Library. June 28th, we'll be out at the Stewart Library um, doing good things there. And then, oh, another library program that I wanted to mention that's coming up um, at the Purvis Library this coming up Monday, the 22nd, we're doing one of our mobile cooking schools. Um, and so that's like a full hands-on, we prepare a meal, we sit down, we eat it together. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can call the Purvis Library to sign up for that. It starts at 5 p.m. And what else do I have on my list? Uh, oh, our Walk Across Texas, is, um, our, our big Walk Across Texas Community Challenge is wrapping up. Um, we've been doing it all the month of April and the month of May. We have close to 1,000 people that have been participating, so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, we do that in cooperation with um, United Way Healthy Living Alliance. Um, but we've got we've gotten some really good results. A lot of people walking, doing other exercises, extra or physical activity, not, not just exercise, but physical <laughs> activity. Um, so eight-week challenge, and uh, we've just got a couple of weeks left, so we're pretty excited about that. But then that, you know, some people go, oh, man, I missed it. I wanted to participate in that. It's actually open year-round, but we just, in Montgomery County, we have the push um, to do it in April and May. So one of one of my favorite projects. All right, so let's let's um, talk about a little bit more about family and consumer sciences. We're going to compare and contrast things. Um, but <laughs> same, I want to talk different. about... <laughs> yeah, same, same, but different. <laughs> I want to talk about, well, tell us a little bit about you first, Alexis, and, okay. um, and then we'll talk, start talking about some of the programs. Okay. 
I'm Alexis Cordova. I am the family consumer science agent, um, like Amy said, in Liberty County, and I've been there for almost 12 years. And um, we we service the whole county just like you do. Mm-hmm. And our community needs are a little different. And so that's why our programs are a little different, just because we try to reach out to what our community and our residents are needing in those communities. Yeah. And I think that's the awesome thing about extension. I mean, and I'm making jokes about same, same, but different. Right. But it's same, same, but but different. Yeah. <laughs> we have access to so many resources. It's almost impossible to do everything that we have resources for. So we really tackle the things that are really needed in our area. Cool. And so um, also I want to uh, have Stephanie tell us a little bit about herself and then we're, we're going to go to a break and then we're really going to get into what you were talking about. So awesome. Stephanie, give yeah. us a rundown. So Who are you? I am Stephanie <laughs> Deal and I'm currently a student at Sam Houston State University. So go Bearcats. <laughs> <laughs> and I am saying? <laughs> 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 currently completing my internship with Texas A&M AgriLife in Montgomery County with having a good Amy. Time. Yes, it has been a blast. You learn a whole lot of stuff. So any of you students out there listening that could possibly need an internship for anything and everything, basically, come on down to Texas A&M AgriLife because they can meet your needs. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. All right. So you are listening to 104.5 and 106.1 Lone Star Community Radio and worldwide at www.irlonestar.com. And we will be right back to talk more with Alexis and Stephanie. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. And we are back. Good afternoon, this lovely um, afternoon here, Friday afternoon in uh, downtown Conroe. And this is Amy Ressler. I'm County Extension Agent for Family and Consumer Sciences with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service. And we have with us Stephanie. Can you can you say all that as fast as? Most likely not. <laughs> I don't even think I can remember what you said. I know. It's a, really? lot, it's a lot of words, Alexis. Yes. We say lots and lots of words. Yes. Anyway, so we also have Alexis Cordova with us. Um, Stephanie is our intern, and Alexis is our neighboring agent over in uh, Liberty County. And you guys have, what, you have a staff of three we, agents? We're up to nine if you in, include all the federally and different funded positions. Oh, but wow. we do have three three AgriLife agents and one agent through Prairie and m Awesome. Yes. Yeah. And then you've got, you've got a couple of BLT extension, I mean, our program assistants, right? We do. We, yep. We're up to two uh, full-time program assistants. So our Better Living for Texans Health Nutrition Program yeah. is ramping up and spreading all over the county. We Geographically, Liberty is a very large county. So I'm very glad to have the staff that we do. We didn't have that a while back. We've <laughs> been working our way up yeah. to having a full staff again. And so... Yeah. And very how long, fortunate. How long have you been there? I've been there almost 12 years now. Wow. Um, I started in Calhoun County in South Texas, and and then I came up to Liberty County pretty soon after I started. So, <laughs> so you may stick <laughs> for a while, huh? That's right. I love it. <laughs> All right. So you do lots of interesting programs. Like same, same, but different. That's right. So That's right. we're we're both um, community based. Mm-hmm. Um, we utilize our. our um, people in our committee, uh, in our community, on committees, um, to help us come up with areas, to, ways to focus. Because you know, I think the thing that's interesting about extension is there's so much that we could do. It's really hard sometimes to know what to, st- where to start. And Absolutely. Yeah. There's things we like doing, but you know, it may, if 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 nobody needs it or if it's not something that people are going to respond to, then right. it doesn't do any good if we're spending. Lots of time doing these really great programs, but nobody comes. <laughs> right. And our umbrella for family consumer science is so large and it encompasses a lot of program areas or topic areas, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so um, you really have to lean on some of the assets in your community and some of those people who have the expertise to, to jump in and help out with um, the success of a program. Right. And so some of the things that we have going on in Liberty, I, I am the family consumer science agent, but I have bridged community develop a little community <laughs> development a little bit oh, because yeah. 
um, we just recently have, we just recently got a community and economic development agent through Prairie View, but in, in the interim, in the first 11 years I was there, <laughs> I had to do a lot of that. And you mentioned um, working with program area committees. I would be lost without my volunteers and my community um, program areas, um, program area committees and my leadership advisory board. I have a health awareness coalition that I lean on tremendously for my health programming and my health resources. Um, and they're awesome. And I also have a family consumer science advisory board that helps me kind of provide guidance to my um, child care provider trainings for local daycares to maintain their minimum, um, their requirements to maintain their minimum standards. And so um, I also do have a family assistance program. And yeah. that kind of is um, a broad term that I use in Liberty County to really say I'm, a, I'm there to assist families in not only parenting and child development, but also healthy home environment, how to teach those basic skills that maybe we have missed in our, you know, generationally. When, when our moms and our dads are going to work, we kind of miss the fact that somebody didn't teach me how to wash clothes or how <laughs> to actually clean and sanitize my house. And right. And they, they don't even do that in schools anymore either. I mean, it, there's not even really a home economics class that you could take if you wanted to. Right. Yeah. Child rearing, financial management, all of those basic skills that we um, take for granted. And so I try to help families um, get back on track. And I, I mainly work with court mandated families in that yeah. program, but I also work with um parents who are divorcing or co-parenting or maybe they just made a transition to single parenting and so um, I make the program fit their situation and I think as an extension agent and you can relate to this we can we have the ability to modify what programs we have and the resources that we have to really meet the needs of those residents that need help right same same but different same same but different <laughs> that's right <laughs> Um, so some of the community development things, I work with a lot of groups and boards, like you <laughs> said. And so um, I really enjoy our people business mm -hmm. and I enjoy make, um, creating relationships with those people. And um, I enjoy that. That's, <laughs> I enjoy meeting people. I enjoy getting to know them, finding out what they're good at, what their interests are. And so I've really made that as one of my priority programs. And so... At one time, so Extension had a tagline, it was people helping people, mm -hmm. um, because that's a lot of what we do. I mean, right. everyday people, but we're helping other everyday people. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. And so um, with any program, you have to build a foundation and make those relationships important, whether they're with your elected officials, your key leaders in your community, you, um, the people that you serve, your coworkers, anybody. Um, you have to build relationships. So. Um, AgriLife has a program called Texas Target Communities and um, Texas Rural Leadership Program. And it actually goes through those basic leadership um, skills that will help you work with groups of people and find out the assets versus always the needs. You know, we're always looking at where is our deficit in this area of, say, we're looking at health and we're, what's our deficit? Why, why do we have um, high chronic diseases? Why do we have high levels of diabetes and things like that? But what do we have as far as assets that we can bring to the table and bridge the gaps and work together to, to maximize the efforts that are already there? And so with a rural community, and I'm even more rural than Montgomery County sure. sometimes, <laughs> um, we have to use what we have mm -hmm. instead of always pulling and saying, we don't have that, we can't do it. Uh, but we do. We have to pull together our resources. And so this is the third year I've been doing Texas Rural Leadership Program. I was part of the pilot. Mm -hmm. And um, the, the purpose of the Texas Rural Leadership Program, there's six pieces to the puzzle that I'd like to call, call it a puzzle. Mm -hmm. um, and they don't really uh, function without each other. And so one of them I kind of touched on is the asset-based community development. You're looking at what you already have in your community, so that way we can enhance it and make it better. The next is servant leadership. You need to learn how to serve with people and not um, above people. And you really need to build that foundation and network and, and establish relationships um, with those people. I think that is so important. Um, I had mentioned before we had had some budget cuts and positions cut. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't have that relationship with my leaders in my court, they wouldn't know how valuable extension and the resources we have for our residents. And so that leadership and having that servant leadership mindset really helped. In that sure. Program. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned like uh, commissioner court and 
other legislatures. So um, extension is federal is, is funded federally, um, state, and locally. Right. So we depend a lot on our lawmakers or our budget yeah. makers to help us um, provide funding for what we're doing so that we can continue. And and I think sometimes we're kind of like uh, the best kept secret. People don't realize yeah. how much we do and what what a benefit we are and what a bargain it is because mm-hmm. of that sharing of resources and sharing of cost right we're a great benefit to the county but it doesn't cost the county as much as another department for instance would and and then the differences that we can make um, long term are have a huge impact and then part of that is providing the leadership to make that happen and telling your story (laughs) having a valuable dialogue and deliberative dialogue is what's called and appreciative inquiry appreciate what where what they're saying listen and communicate with them effectively are part of um, the pieces that I mentioned of the leadership program. And that's that's with anybody, right? That's I mean, we're not just talking anybody. about people who have exactly. money or make budget decisions, anybody. but these are not only your these are not always your CEUs or the um, principals of the schools or the top of the administration. These are the middle employees who have an interest in what they're doing. They have that enthusiasm and they want to make things happen and mm-hmm. and change. And so. I've worked with employees that have that drive. They are, maybe they've been retired and they just have an um, interest in an interest in a community project. And so, really, this leadership prog- program teaches them how to work with groups and organize their thoughts and have a purposeful meeting. We've always been to those meetings that you just meet to meet. We're <laughs> yeah. not meeting to meeting meet to, meeting yeah. to meet anymore. We yeah. are meeting for action, and this actually teaches you how to do that. How do you lead together? And so I've done this with general public, but I've also um, done this with specific organizations with a with a goal in mind. And I think just working that that group of people through those dynamics, who are your personalities, what assets can you bring, some of those really uh, make a project or a program succeed. Sure. So servant leadership is different than, I mean, sometimes we think of leadership. We don't always think of the serving part of it. We right. think of up front, hoorah, let's yeah. go, and not so much as far as, I mean, it's really about helping others because, you know, if you don't have anybody to lead, right. are you really a leader? Exactly, and the sum of the parts are greater yeah. if they work together. And um, I, I really love that theor- that theory, and then um, Greenleaf coined the term ser- servant leadership, and it's a philosophy philosophical principle (laughs) (laughs) guiding people with the desire to help others sure so um that leadership program has opened a lot of doors not only for the extension department but also community projects like we've we've done in the past of community gardens and um, the major project that we did last year um, is is working with our county government and on a county-wide strategic plan and so bridging the resources that we have through texas a&m with our county elected official all right so servant leadership asset-based asset community based development, development. Um, what else inquiry appreciative inquiry yes. tell me more about that um you have to appreciate and value others and know what they can bring to the table if you have just warm bodies in your group trying to work for a purpose you really need to get them to, to their best potential and so how you do that is appreciate it's a technique where you ask questions to increase the capacity of groups and organizations and, and how they as an individual can move the goal further. So give me an example of a question that would be an appreciative inquiry question. Appreciative <laughs> inquiry question. Oh, man, testing my skills. Well, if I'm having a conversation with someone that I just met and um, I want to ask them, you know, what, why are you here? Uh, ask them why they came. There is an interest there. They want, they want something out of the experience. Mm-hmm. And so that right there is just wanting to know why, the why. Then we can get to the how, and so they can feel appreciated in the process. Okay. So why are you here, like at a meeting or at a training or at yeah. a, or here on earth? Or what makes, <laughs> you know, what makes you smile yeah. every day? Who are those people in your life or in your community that you really look to as leaders. If you know, you net, you start building that network and the support through a conversation. And if you can't appreciate what they're saying and have that dialogue, then your conversation's not gonna go anywhere. Sure, makes sense. Stephanie, 
Why are you here? Why am I here? Yes. I was brought here. <laughs> no. By your mama. Yes. <laughs> no, the great old why Sam Houston State University brought me here. But why extension? Why extension? I was the one that wanted to go into the medical field and things didn't work in my favor or haven't yet, shall I say. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, yeah. it, could, it could happen. I was introduced and then in Montgomery County, or in Grimes County, excuse me. So I was introduced in Grimes County and then I was offered a position in Montgomery County just because of location wise. So I've kind of just put my feet full throttle to the ground and kept running. Right. <laughs> and we, we appreciate her. We appreciate the work she's done so far. <laughs> All right. So um, there's more to this um, Texas rural leadership that we're going to talk about. We yeah. need to take a little bit of a break. Um, so we don't want to, we don't wanna, like give it all at once because we want people to come back to learn more yeah. about this type of leadership. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to 104.5, 106.1, Lone Star Community Radio and worldwide at www.irlonestar.com. See you in a bit. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. We're back. Welcome, welcome. We're glad to have everyone come back after our little break there. You're listening to 104.5 and 106.1, and this is the Extension Hour. You will hear hear us here, hear us here every Friday afternoon, 1 to 2, um, someone from the Extension Office. So sometimes it's me. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent, Family and Consumer Sciences, and then sometimes it's one of my coworkers. Um, but we have a variety of things that we do in Extension. Um, we're all about... Um, helping Texans make their lives better. And um, there's a lot of ways to do that. And we've got Alexis Cordova with us. She's the FCS agent, FCS's Family and Consumer Sciences. I forget sometimes we use so many oh, acronyms yes. and I try to make sure that I, I say them, but Family and Consumer Sciences um, in Liberty County. So our neighbor next door, and we've got Stephanie Deal with us. She is um, learning all about Family and Consumer Sciences as part of um, an internship that she's doing with us this summer. So we've been talking about um, some of the programs we do. So, uh, family Consumer Sciences is a big part, but that also bridges over towards um, community development, which is another kind of uh, pillar of what we do in Extension. We don't necessarily have community development agents, but often um, we get to double. Right. <laughs> we become double agents. <laughs> do, do a little bit of both. Um, so you've been doing, Alexis, a lot of things in um, community development. We've been talking a little bit about the Texas Rural Leadership Program. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the Texas target communities is something we wanted to visit about um, right. a little bit as well. Right. And um, if you're just now joining us, Texas Rural Leadership Program, it's, it's basically a community-based approach to effectively um, change something in your community, make it better, or build um, relationships with those people who can make things improve or change for the better right so just to clarify it's like yeah. not a training camp for running for office <laughs> no I mean, sometimes when people hear that word leadership mm -hmm. they think that they're expected to like i mean to do something like like run for office or right. you know take on a whole lot of responsibility but leadership can come in little bits and pieces just people right. taking care of this and just different types of um there, there's different types of leadership right and my background is in family and child development, so I do a lot of relationship education mm -hmm. with parents, children, you know, spouses or whatever. And so I like to look at this as a marriage, you know, a, a relationship <laughs> program, because whether you're talking about, you know, a, a, a job or an organization or a volunteer appointment or a career or just your family at home, it's really building the relationship, the foundation of what, why things happen. And so Texas Rural Leadership Program really puts the pieces together. It teaches you how to have open dialogue with someone and appreciate what is being told or, or, or talked about with the messages. And then you start looking at the positive versus the negative. We like to say, what are the assets in, in, in that person or in that community versus what's the negative or where are our deficits or where our needs are. 
Um, and another part is just how do you build your group and and build the have your group have the strength in varying assets and to make your goals be successful. And so the last pillar, I guess I had talked about some some earlier, is leading together. And I think that's where we build a cohesive team, whether it's your team is your family at home, your team can be your coworkers in your office, your team can be your organization that you're working with, your group, your, your board, your um, county government, whatever your team is, everybody plays a part. And so knowing and understanding the process of community development um, can work toward being effective, have effective team per se. And you have to have a starting point. You have to have a, a plan. And how do you modify that plan um, collectively and, and address those um, problem solving issues as they come up in a positive way is really important. And so this leader, leadership program, it really, for, it has your basic pieces to the puzzle, but based on who is in that leadership class mm -hmm. um, will form the di dialogue and the discussion. And people will learn from each other because I don't have all the assets in the room. Right. Everybody else has assets to <laughs> share. And so through interactive play, we, we play with blocks, we draw, we, um, we do um, videos. I am very much, um, I don't like to lecture the whole entire time. <laughs> I like group activity and getting them involved um, because I think people learn by communicating with others and dialogue. Sure. I just want to say something about learning together. One of my favorite quotes or things to remember is that everyone I meet knows something that I don't know. Absolutely. No matter how much I think that I know or mm -hmm. how much someone else knows, everyone we meet knows something that you don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. I can agree. That's very profound. Right? And the value... <laughs> Yeah. that they may place on something is very different than the value that you may place on it. Sure. So one of the activities I have is go out, like wherever the program is being held or the class, we did a retreat center. Mm -hmm. um, and so I said, go out and find something in nature. Bring it back, and I want you to sell that. Whatever you find, look at the pros, why it's important to you, what memories does it spur mm -hmm. in your brain, why it makes you smile. And so sometimes people are like, oh, great, here we go. <laughs> I found this rock. Let me you see. would be amazed what they bring back. And it could be a stick, and it represents something completely that I didn't even see. So That's awesome. So um, leading together has been very, and the leadership program has been very successful in, in, the, in Liberty County. Mm -hmm. And for me as an extension agent and, and being a resource in the community, I, like you said earlier, we, we, we rely on our volunteers and our leaders in the community really expand and word of mouth on what we can do to help people. Sure. And so um, telling our story is very important and telling your story about what project you're working on or what things that interest you is very important. And so um, I found it very, very uh, rewarding when I went through the leadership classes the first two years I piloted and then I was recognized by a program through the College um, of Architecture in Texas A&M University that they wanted to pilot a Texas Target Communities project with my county. And normally Texas Target Communities is, uh, they focus on cities, municipalities, mm -hmm. or um, smaller areas. But they wanted to try a strategic planning um, project with a whole county oh wow and then they pick liberty county yeah. <laughs> that has seventy six thousand people with uh, three major municipalities and we have rivers and railroads just like other communities people you know they neighborhoods that are divided and they don't cross the you know whatever the river or they don't cross right. over the railroad tracks so and there's like school rivalries and yeah, that kind of thing so absolutely. Some, sometimes people maybe don't want to work together but right <laughs> So nice challenge for you there, huh? Yeah, and we we had a um, we have a county judge, Judge Jay Knight, who his one of his goals was always community development. And I thought, why, how can I help him with this? And I thought yeah. we do this in extension, and and we have lots of resources. And so we put our heads together and we started the project of um, doing a strategic 
strategic plan for Liberty County. And so we brought in municipalities, the leaders, we brought in school districts, we brought in um, key people who normally didn't sit at the table. And we started the, pro- the process and we used capstone um, students who were going through their graduate work through Texas um, A&M University. And they did all of the planning, the research, and in the strategic plan not only um, encompass things that we do as in community resources and recreation and health, but also land use and transportation and water and setting up development and having a plan for community growth on a countywide level. So it's a huge deal. Right. Some things I have no idea how to do, but that's why you look at your assets in your community and you establish a relationship and get to know them and figure out who we need to talk to. So that's kind of Did you do I'm some prioritization to figure out like where, where where did you even how did you decide where to even start? Well, I I established workshops, public mm-hmm. workshops and I invited the community. Okay. We had several of those because we needed to hear from the residents of Liberty County where they thought the needs were or where they thought what why are they, why do they live here? Mm-hmm. What is the you know, what is the why what keeps you here? The river, the the great park, what is it? The the hometown feel. So we put all of that together and it's like a hundred and eighty one page strategic plan now with oh, all wow. of that work. But extensions part in that was building the relationships with people and linking the resources, whether they be near or far or in your backyard and creating an environment where they can sit at a table or come together in a room to have that conversation. And so with that leadership program as my foundation, that really helped me have the dialogue with some of these people. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So where does it go from here? Well, the county is, does have a working strategic plan, and the, the judge, it's a useful document. And they actually um, established a countywide community development group. And so the cities are communicating with each other. And so if growth is coming in or industry comes in, we have a huge 99 grand, 90, was it Parkway, 99 Parkway coming uh-huh. through. Our population will probably double in the next mm-hmm. couple of years. So we have to plan together for that. And so if something is not going to be conducive for one community, they communicate with each other and send them to the next community. So they have now a relationship working with each other on a, on a planning and growth with with the same goals in mind. And I think that's really important. Yeah. That's, for yeah, any community. <laughs> right, right. And um, so in extension, we think a lot in terms of county lines, right? right? So because mm-hmm. we work in counties, but for for a lot of folks, county doesn't mean just a whole lot. I mean, it may mean something mm-hmm. in terms of where I pay my taxes, but but my community, it, I you know, it may, yeah. it may extend over a county line mm-hmm. and, and that doesn't, so yeah, it's just kind of interesting the way we right. think differently, and um, so we—it's—it's it's not like those issues stop here at this mm-hmm. line between Montgomery County and Liberty County, right. but but a lot of it overlaps because mm-hmm. the people that live near the county line, it doesn't—you right. know—they they experience a little bit of both of it, a, a, a totally different mixture. Right. So yeah, very interesting stuff. Yeah, like so- like that's kind of earth chattering kind of stuff. I know. Too. I mean, like you really are affecting the future, and that's that's awesome. And I think with a, a foundation of relationships working together, anything's possible. Yeah. Nutrition program. Oh, Whatever. nutrition. So let's, <laughs> we're going to talk more about some of the awesome. other things that we do. Um, but we have to take a break. Um, but you're listening to 104.5 and 106.1 right here on Lone Star Community Radio worldwide at IR Lone Star Radio. Well, no, just IRLoneStar.com. I'm adding, I'm adding extra words. You don't mind, do you? Okay. <laughs> All right. Come back. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube. 
and heard on our podcast, FM and Internet Radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Good afternoon. We are happy to be back. This is Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family Consumer Sciences. We have Stephanie Deal with Montgomery County Extension Agent Intern for Family <laughs> Consumer Sciences. That is healthy. Alexis Cordova with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension in Liberty County. And we're talking about the cool things that we do. So, oh, you know what the title of this one may be same, same, but different. Does that sound good? Yeah, he's like, uh. <laughs> so we are right here in the, the very wonderful studio here of Lone Star Community Radio. And, um, you know, it's interesting. So there's this uh, window here that uh, that connects the uh, studio to the coffee shop next door and there's some cute kids over there just waving at us saying hello (laughs) which is pretty awesome um because then one of my favorite things about working with family and consumer sciences is that we do get to work with families and we get to work with kids and we get to see light bulbs go on and Mm -hmm. uh, where they learn new things we get to see them develop and 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 really make positive changes in people's lives and um so that your question, what was the uh, engagement? What was the word? In- inquisitive, appreciative? Appreciative inquiry. Appreciative inquiry. Yeah. Why are you here? I mean, that's, I guess that's probably one of the things that keeps me coming back or keeps me in, in this job. Is, Ask um, the why. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes yeah, because it's definitely not the money. <laughs> <laughs> you have to love what just, you do. Just so you know, Stephanie, it's not the money. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> but, but there are things that are more valuable than money. Yeah. And you may be sitting out there and be like, why am I here? Why do I do what what I do? But ask yourself, why are you do- doing it? It may not be for the money. There's a lots of pros and cons to yeah. every job. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what are the things that's your favorite thing about well, Extension, about being an agent, about working for Extension? Well, what the, keeps you here? My, I think my most favorite program is working with parents yeah. and actually giving them those tools that they maybe have missed or adding tools to their toolbox to be a better parent. And so um, child development is my heart. And so I like working with parents or even those daycare providers Mm -hmm. um, have that light bulb go off and be like, oh, there is more than one way to do it. (laughs) Or, you know, when you're at the end of your rope, breathe and know that there is some other options that we can try without um, going crazy. So wait, wait, parents need to learn something? You mean you don't just have a kid and it like automatically no. you know Doesn't what to do? It doesn't come with an instruction <laughs> manual, unfortunately. Yeah. And just, just like this light bulb goes on, <laughs> oh, I have a child, kid. I know what to do. Yes, and just because it worked with your parents or your best friend does not mean it's gonna work with your kid. That's right, That's right. my parents did that yeah. and I turned out okay. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I anyway. help parents and caregivers be the expert with their sure. child because every child's different. Different, yeah. Yeah, so that's, I love, I love seeing families grow and develop after they've been through maybe my parenting classes or my poaching, parent coaching sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I have to move them into individual appointments because they feel more comfortable and I get to work one-on-one with those parents. And so I'll even go with them to a family visit and maybe just kind of be like that nanny 911. Okay, now breathe. <laughs> Now, at a, in a slower pace, mm-hmm. <laughs> tell them what you want them to do instead of what not to do. You know, I'm just kind of help coach them through that process because yeah. they've never tried it before. So that's kind of my, my most rewarding part of my job is watching these parents be their children's hero yeah. and learning those skills. Um, also, I do um, a hospitality program where it teaches people about customer service and how to be nice oh, and positive. Yeah. <laughs> We need that. (laughs) People have to learn that? Yes. Believe it or not, I really love my job. And so every program that I do, you're like, she is way too happy. But I really, I really You do smile a lot. I love your smile. (laughs) I really get energized by teaching others and and things that I know. And one of them is hospitality and customer service. And I think your communities can be more welcoming if they just know how to be nice to people. And so we have a... Texas Friendly Hospitality Program that teaches customer service skills. And actually, we're party, partnering with the City of Liberty um, in June, June 14th and 15th for a three-hour class. You can choose a day, mm-hmm. and it's for free. And come in if it's you or you want to send your employees or if you want to send your 
your child college student or <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> We're going to be teaching some customer service. So do, do, they, do you have to live in Liberty County to be able to come to this? You do not. It's open mm -hmm. to anybody. And how you register, you can call our office and get on the list and come join us. Awesome. So what, what is your number? Okay. How do people get a hold of so, you? So <laughs> the Liberty County Extension Office number is 936-334-3230. And I'll go ahead and repeat that. It's 936 Three three four three two three zero, and like I said, it's open to anybody who's sure. willing to drive to Liberty. <laughs> it's <laughs> a not, big, huge room. <laughs> it's not that far, right? No, it's not too no, far. It's not too far. <laughs> and because I think Texas hospitality is important. I mean, people want to to do business at places that make them feel good. I mean, I don't know how many times I've gone to a place, and I'm I'm a pretty tolerant person, but mm -hmm. I and there's been a few though that I'm like I, I don't feel good here. I'm not I'm right. not coming back. Right. Yeah. And I think that first impressions matter. And if you don't make a first good impression or if you're not willing to um, be nice to people, <laughs> your business or your mm -hmm. reputation or whatever you're trying to do is not going to succeed. So. Yep. so Texas Hospitality teaches some really good strategies Absolutely. to work through those those things because, you know, sometimes <laughs> customers are not nice. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the problem, yeah. But the customer <laughs> is always right. It's always uh, I'm not right. sure, but we... They like pretend they're right. I think they are, and yes. it's their decision if they would like to uh, be be nice or not. So yeah, Texas hospitality, and again, I look at it as a relationship, a marriage, you know, with with anybody. So, <laughs> um, but we also have youth programs. You had mentioned there was some children out there. Uh -huh. We we love our children audiences, and <laughs> and so we have a lot of things coming up this summer. And I think that in the summer. And with an extension, with an extension, I get to work with different people, different ages, like you had mentioned, different, mm -hmm. um, different times of the year. I'm not stuck in a classroom with the same group of kiddos all year. And I'm sure the teachers are listening to this going, oh, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the summertime, we do youth camps. And so we have food camps and fashion camps and sewing camps and canning camps. And so if you're listening from the Liberty um, county area or Dayton or Cleveland or our major towns and you're interested <laughs> then give us a holler yeah. and we do some similar things um, in Montgomery County same same but different yes so we do we take a different approach and um, so our extension office is 936-539-7825 so if you live in Montgomery County and are interested in knowing about some of the 4-H things going on in Montgomery County um, that's a number that you can call call there what else you got going on anything else you want to mention um, just one more thing that we have coming up. It's very um, needed in our area. I guess just um, the resources aren't aren't always there. Is the food handler certification? Yeah. Um, if you're needing, you know, since the new laws came out, um, if you are preparing or serving food, you have to have your own food handler certification, and you no longer can operate under your manager. And so you really probably should get your own food handler certification, mm -hmm. even if you don't work in the food industry or a retail food establishment, but maybe a daycare mm -hmm. or a nursing home or some type of health service um, company that works with food. And so uh, we have the food handler certification classes monthly. And so our next one, I think, is June 8th at, from 4 to 6, if you're interested in coming to that. But also... Extension is great about online classes. So. Yes. <laughs> we have Thank lots goodness. of online classes. And some of those, if you're listening and you're in another part of Texas or even outside of Texas, you can get us on our website. And that specific website for Family Consumer Sciences is fcs.tamu.edu. And if you can look at the top, there's an online courses tab. And there's all types of courses from... Um, parenting to health to food service all kinds of things for you yeah yep and so it's good for um workforce preparedness if there's um you don't have to wait till you work in a restaurant to get a food handler's card and um child care providers um, right. expect there's a, a certain um, expectation of continuing education hours and even mm -hmm. pre-certification pre-employment hours so those are all available through that so and in our rural awesome. community we work with cottage food um, businesses a lot and mm -hmm. a cottage oh, food yeah. business is where you can have your own business at home and in texas if as long as you don't make over fifty thousand dollars a year you're within the law the cottage food law mm -hmm. and you have to have your uh, food handler certification and so there's a, a couple of other things like a labeling and then you have to 
um, produce products that are not potentially hazardous to the clientele. And um, if you're interested in starting your own business, that's really easy to do in Texas. And it's called a cottage food business. And we can help you get started there. Cool. And uh, same, same, but different. Right. (laughs) All right, Stephanie, what is the most, what's been your favorite thing so far? Favorite thing? I'm a lover of children. (laughs) Sounds good. But I really enjoy being around them and Mm -hmm. always enjoy them. If a room is full of kids or a room is full of adults, I'm going to the kid room for sure. (laughs) So I say all of the school programs and the way they look at you once something happens, like even the most simplest thing you can do and say hi to them or smile at them and you can see the look on their face like, oh, I really like this. Like, this Mm -hmm. is cool. So the rewarding aspect of it is definitely my favorite and the appreciation even though I'm not doing a whole lot, but I'm doing enough to feel appreciated. It's pretty nice. And I'm like, okay, I like this. I can do this. <laughs> yep. Kid hugs are the best. <laughs> yeah. All the time. I don't know them, but I'll give you a hug. Sure. <laughs> Sometimes Come whether on. you want to or not. Exactly. <laughs> right. like, exactly. Yep. So she got to participate in our uh, family's reading every day project. Oh, um, yeah. We did a, a wrap up at uh, Hauser Elementary. That was, that was lots of fun. Um, I dressed up like my crazy chef plate and, uh, Stephanie was just very good about walking around with me, not even, I, I, I looked crazy, but she was, she was good. She was like, yeah, yeah, she's my friend. See, you are fun to work yeah. with. Don't you want to be your program assistant for nutrition? Dress up with you? Yeah, yeah. All right, so um, thank you so much for listening to another um, edition of the Extension Hour here every Friday, 1 to 2. And uh, I don't know who you'll hear next time, but tune in because it'll be fun. 104.5 and 106.1 Lone Star Community Radio. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.